Stay true, stay real, stay righteous. What are you having to drink tonight, Chris? I'm gonna have a gumball head. Hey, I like gumball head. Have you had it before? Yeah, I had it at my sister's house. Well, I'm gonna have me one tonight. This is my, this will be my first time. So yeah. my good friend Steve picks some. So up. do you Gumball recommend head. it? Highly recommend it. Love it. Love so it. this is by so this says it's a wheat beer. Mm. It's by uh, Three Floyds, which I think I've mentioned them before. There, it's a brewing company out of uh, Indiana. Mm-hmm. So Gumball Head, Gum Gum Chew Dum Dum. You know what was it? Wasn't that a character on one of those uh, Night at the Museums? Remember Night at the Museum? Vaguely. And there was a, I don't I think, even know if I saw the second one. I, I think there the was one. a there was a big like Easter Island head. Remember there because uh-huh. it had all the different right, characters the different, in there yeah. that would come to life at night. The museum pieces. And Ben Stiller, right? That was who was uh-huh. the, the Robin Williams. I remember was the Roosevelt, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But then they had the big so the Easter Island head. He, that's what he would say. He's like you know dum dum chew gum gum. <laughs> he called everybody a dum dum, and they'd give him like bubble gum, and he would he would blow bubbles and. Yeah, it's so it's but isn't that weird how we look? <laughs> isn't that funny how like in you know in, in in a movie we would characterize a relic like that? Isn't that funny? Yeah, isn't that strange? We assume it's like why some we kind just of assume Easter Island uh, heads uh, were just <laughs> uh, 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 it's some kind of dumb thing, right? Dumb dumb. Why do we do that shit? I'll never understand. I don't that. know. I'm like, man, those people know far more about. They clearly know more more about how to get <laughs> shit done than we do because they somehow managed to, to get that rock across the ocean to a fucking island and they chiseled it out and set it up and did it like a thousand times. Hey, did they ever figure out why they buried them in the ground? Because I know that they've... I don't know. They've don't actually know. found that they do have bodies. Right, right. A lot of them are buried, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, were they buried? Did they somehow just sink over time? That's something I, I've never researched, but I, I'm kind of curious if there was any... I don't know. Have you, well, I don't know, man. With like the sheer size of them, maybe maybe they just sunk over time. I mean, there's I mean they're heavy. True, they're super heavy. But you know, you think about say Stonehenge, right? It's mm-hmm. it's really heavy, but it hasn't sunk. Yeah, I guess that's but, true. I mean, I maybe, I maybe I don't know Easter Island and yeah. and the Scotland or wherever or where or Ireland, where where is the Stonehenge? England. <laughs> yeah, it's in England. Yeah. yeah. Uh, terrain. I guess the terrain could be different. A druidic structure. The druids. Hey man, I don't know the druids. Like I've always wanted to go. There's those those uh, what do they call them? The fairy mounds or whatever that are down there in that area. The what now? Near Stonehenge, there's like something called like fairy mounds or something. What is that? I think it's like these mounds, these man made mounds like a drug trip. that huh? Sounds like a drug trip. <laughs> well, they're supposed to have like mystical things around them. Like I don't know. I wonder what they do. I don't know. I want the power. Or, or like there's a, those those they're almost like little caves you can go into, and people describe feeling kind of strange when they go inside of them. Now, I've I've seen stuff like that. Yeah. I've seen stuff like that in regards to I can't um, remember what they're called, but like some of the like some mm. of the underground pyramids in like um um the Netherlands and stuff. Mm. They have like the hill pyramids there. I, I say yeah. underground, but I mean a, a good portion of them do go deep into the ground. But there's um there's a the specific caverns. one. Man, I was I was it was cool. I was watching a show about it. This guy was. Yeah was going down into it, but he was talking about how 
they had like packed all these specific minerals around the edges of this underground pyramid wall. Mm. And like essentially what it was minerals. doing was as they were going deeper into the earth, yep. he said like this is this is like some of the most cleanest air you'll ever breathe. Really? He so said it they was, figured it out was how sort to of a filtration. The, it was. It was like they had built like a strange pyramid filtration system for clean air. That's crazy. And 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 he was talking about how some people who have which I don't know if I believe this, but some people who have like breathing problems mm-hmm. have like taken a tour there and have talked about how it's helped, you know, relieve things wow. when they're down there. Like they feel they can. I mean, so, they just breathe. So they when feel they're normal, so so that they're scientifically saying that that air is cleaner. Yes, and it's because of the mineral content yeah, around like, the walls. Yeah, it's like an archaeologist that was given the. Yeah. He so just, how so how would early humans be able to figure something like that out? Right. How do you... I know, and we make fun of that <laughs> stuff all the time. That's what I'm saying. We make fun of it all the time, and I'm like, nah, who's I don't really, know. Who's really primitive? I was, about, huh? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, nah, I don't know about that. That's that's wild. No, I've never heard of that before. I mean, Under, the, I'm, underground great, pyramids. I don't know how I've heard of that. Well, I, I said underground. I don't know if they're underground, but like, there's caverns that go into the okay, ground I got with you. them. Right. Which I think it's even weirder that there's pyramids in the Netherlands. I mean, that's that's strange to begin that's with. That's true. Right. But yeah. then again, there are pyramids on every known continent of the world. Isn't that strange? So, yeah. Every why, single Why is that such a, a common structure? Do you think it, it, it makes sense that that would naturally be how people would want to build things? Or I mean, uh, Some it, people it point out... Some, it does. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, everything's sloped. I mean, mm-hmm. th- these are people who were fighting the elements of nature. Constantly. So I guess what I'm asking is, some people, some people think it's kind of unusual that we have pyramids on different continents. Mm-hmm. But what I'm asking is, is it really that unusual, or do you think that it does kind of make sense that early structures would look sort of like that? Well, I think it depends on what you believe. In that style. I think it depends on what you th- mm-hmm. what you believe. Like I'm. I don't know anything about pyramids. I don't know anything about <laughs> architecture. I'm not an engineer. <laughs> but to me, it makes sense that they would build sloped structures to mm-hmm. help with, like, rain and, and wind, yep. you know, breaking wind and True. stuff. So, but at the same time, if you also are a believer that it's kind of strange that every single person on the planet did it, um, I, I mean, I can see that. I can see where that is. It's, mm-hmm. It is kind of unusual, especially with, with how similarly some of them are constructed. It's kind of like, man, that was, you know, that was thousands of miles away. There's no way these, 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 this society interacted with right. each other, yet they built something that was almost the exact same. Like they built a pyramid in the exact right. same format or used the same methods or whatever. It's just interesting. Now, there's also ideas that, like, you know, pyramids are form like generators, forms of types of generators. They somehow channel the, you know, the magnetic energy and like these, the elements of the earth, and they, they literally are. Like energy source, the ancient energy sources. Have you ever heard that one before? I have not heard that. I mean, so again, th- that kind of plays into the idea that if you believe, you know, if you find it unusual mm-hmm. that there's pyramids everywhere and you believe something like that, it's kind of like, well, yeah, it makes sense go. that everybody was right. used, had their had their generators, they had their, <laughs> their power source all hooked up. It kind of makes sense. Everybody did it a little bit differently. Right. You know, some of them would debate. You know, no, no. If you make it too, if you make it too slick. You right, know, everybody's got their own design. Right, right. It doesn't it doesn't draw in the field correctly. No, no. You well, need I like to, the way they did theirs. But we're going to add a few to, extra steps you need to have here. Platforms and... on the way up. It needs to have platforms. <laughs> right. The steps need to be much bigger. <laughs> there you go. That's what it is. We figured it out. I mean, they were mystery there, solved. Right, they were looking at Egypt because I don't know if you know this, but but you know because a lot of the pyramids have been eroded away. But it, I'm pretty sure it was like smooth. It was supposed to have been like pretty smooth. Well, it didn't have some sort of limestone yeah, outer like covering. Coating. Yeah, yeah. That, that slow has gone away as time's mm-hmm. gone on, but um. 
but I just find that interesting because, you know, and then like other ones would put stairs all the way to the top right. stairs. <laughs> so, I mean, it's just interesting to mm-hmm. see stuff like that because it makes one wonder, you know, was it was it all built, you know, as, you know, as But what do they need of, power for? What do you mean? Well, if you say it's a power, if you say that a, that pyramids were made as a power grid, what would they be using the power for? Well, maybe they weren't. Oh. I mean, that all no. kind of feeds in. <laughs> no, 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 no. The point I'm right. making is maybe they weren't the ones using the power. I got you. Yeah, that all kind of feeds into the whole alien god theory oh. that we like to go into. <laughs> but, well, I mean, I mean, one right. of the biggest things is if you think about it, there's, there's these, let, let's play with that idea. And let's say that there's generators all over Earth. And on these really strange, bizarre areas of Earth, you had these giant leveled areas mm-hmm. where the people had taken rocks, you know, essentially made these giant works of arts out in the desert mm-hmm. or like on a mountaintop or something. And a lot of people will debate that they'll say, you know, hey, that maybe that was a landing site. Maybe that was a mm-hmm. landing pad. It was a way for them to mark recharge stations. Something to come <laughs> in. Right. So I'm hey, always curious. Hey, about the like, aliens, where they were having their charging stations. So when they're on their, their field trip or cross or they say, okay, guys, we need to take a 30-minute break over yeah, here like at I play, uh, Montezuma. It's, or it's where, like the Tesla or, charger. <laughs> right. It's like a Tesla charger. Or something. <laughs> they would just get close to it, and the oh, magnetic look, the energy monkey, would... The monkeys are praying to us again, guys. Wave Chris, at them. Chris, what if that's what it is? What if Ooh, What if in... what if back. The gods have come back. What if the whole time... How much longer, Dad? What if the whole time everything we believe is all based on the fact that Earth was nothing but like a gas hub, and we would just see <laughs> some of the drama unfolding amongst uh, gods? We're just the cockroaches aliens. that are that are crawling around in right. the floor, and they're like those oh two go- gods. Those are those two gods fought like like a brother and a sister, like right. arguing over a slushy. Oh my god, uh, they fought and they they they, they blew up a mountain. Oh my god, they were angry with us. So much collateral, you know. Yeah, well, hell yeah. I mean, they're they're looking at a planet that has insects on it. They're not worried about <laughs> us. What do they think? What do they look at? Let's say, oh, th- those are humans. We should take care of them. No, they're sitting there thinking, oh, I'll look Ooh, at them. hey, go crush that village. It. I don't like them being so close to the pyramid. I don't like I don't like them being so close uh, to, the, no. to the station. Make sure they stay back a little bit further. Yeah. Hey, man, these guys are getting kind of on our nerves. How about how about let's flood the fucking planet once the water <laughs> subsides? You know, we we've done our extermination. We let the exterminator came through, and you know, he terraformed and flooded the place. And we can use whatever's left over <laughs> to maintain the structures. Have you ever heard that theory that a lot of pyramids yeah. are are older than what they believe they are? I have heard that. Yeah, I think maybe Herodotus, I heard it from you. <laughs> Herodotus was one of the great people that brought to light that. A lot of the locals. Well, I think you did because you talked about it. You told us that this was the guy who actually went and talked to the locals, and they had mentioned that they didn't know where they came from. They were there before. By by Herodotus's account, right? Right. There's he was kind of like the first historian ever. I mean, yeah, there were people that that attempted to do what he was doing, but I think he was the first guy that ever kind of like set out to Herodotus. I want to I want to learn about the historian, the world, and the environment that we're in. So he set out and he discovered, you know, he and he like discovered a lot of things. Mm-hmm. He, I think, he traveled, you know, all over the place and recounted his, you know, the stories and stuff. But one of the things that he really liked to do was reaccount different, um, different like cultures and mm-hmm. stuff. So he was fascinated by the pyramids and he spoke with the, you know, the people who lived near it in this region. And mm-hmm. a lot of them had reported that they didn't know who made the pyramids. They talked right. about they they gave a name, which I don't know. There's a weird theory on all of it, but. But basically, he had recorded that nobody really knew, and I don't know if he was the one that brought it to light, but there was something, maybe something specifically that was that was recorded in history that alludes to the fact that the pyramids are potentially pre-flood era. 
that they were built even before that, mm. which also plays into the idea of the reason that the villagers at that point in time would be kind of clueless about it. Right. Because, you know, yeah, I mean, think about they it. They would have already the, existed. I mean, it could have been hundreds or thousand years mm. before, but, man, they're not going to lose. They're not right. going to lose who. You're going to know who the fuck built that thing <laughs> for, for years right. to come. You're not just going to forget that. They're teaching that in all the schools. So. Right, right. You know, so, so I think it's an interesting all that thing. Weird, that weird mountain thing, I was always kind of been there. We just thought it was cool. We just left it. So. Right, right. I think it's just an interesting thing <laughs> that that he made note of that, that right. he made note that the people seem almost confused by the question. So, that they said, we honestly don't know who built the pyramids. So, I heard a really interesting theory the other day that I never heard before. I don't remember the name of it, but it essentially states that, say, on planet Earth, there's only so many souls that can, that are distributed out, and that because there are more people in the world than there are souls, that only so many people actually have souls in them, and that everybody else is sort of like a hive mentality. Have you ever heard that? Mm-mm. I mean, that's interesting. That's an interesting concept. But what dictates how the souls are distributed? I don't know. Oh, it's just I just, like I a, just heard it's that. It's kind of like an omnipotent sort of, idea. It, it almost, I guess it almost states that if, if there's only so much of this particular energy that can be within, I guess, a physical form, that not everybody has that particular energy in them. Not everyone can contain it. According to this theory. Well, that I mean, that because there's more humans than there are that some people just sort of exist almost like avatars. They're sort of like uh-huh. they just follow whatever well, they're makes a husk. sense. Yeah, they're just according to this theory. Yeah, I don't know. It's a little bizarre. It was a little out there, but I, I don't. I never heard that before. I mean, and, and again, that's all based on the concept of what is the soul, though. What is the soul? What is the essence? I mean, you could always she read thinks. the you know the exegesis of the soul. <laughs> And that explains chicken soup for the soul. That explains what the soul <laughs> is, but if you can stomach it and wrap your head around it, it's a it's a pretty hardcore thing. Yet we have these complex mechanisms in our brain and these thoughts that control how we think and feel and what we do and what we're you know what we're essentially programmed to be. But that can change, and how can that change? How can it radically change? But you can get into a car wreck, and all of a sudden you have a you have a you have an awakening. You have an experience. You've through the human experience, you've awakened the soul now. You've understood something because you came so close to death. You took it for granted for so long. You never realized that it was a true reality. You refuse to accept that it's a true mm-hmm. reality at every second of the day. Oh, that'll happen later on. You put it off. That's the only thing anybody any nobody has any problems um, uh, uh, procrastinating death, do they? We don't want to think about it. We don't want to talk about it most of the time. People just don't, we're not worried about it. But if you can live with the idea that it's an imminent, and it is, permanent, finite thing, life is a finite resource. I don't want to live forever. It's a finite resource. <laughs> the moment you can accept that, you're able to start experiencing life differently because you know the time is calculated. That day when you, you know, for, for, for the people who, can you imagine the people who retire, what that feels like? I've got, I've got uh, two more days until I'm, I'm retired. It's funny because most of them end up going back to work, right? But it probably feels that way, that brief moment where all of a sudden you realize my life is going to change. I've done this my whole life. Now I'm going to have all of the time that I deserve, all of the time that I need, Mm -hmm. all of the time to do anything I've ever wanted to do when I'm fucking old and battered and broken, (laughs) you know. But but the point being is they feel that way. Right. And all of a sudden they get into that life and the fulfillment's gone. It's not What is my purpose? Well, I I don't feel anything. I don't feel anything. But that profound emotion of that freedom, 
is is real though before it happens. The concept of it is 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 real before it happens. Once the concept sets in, it's about how you react to that. It's how it's how you take it. Mm-hmm. And that's with like anything. You know what I'm saying? It's once it happens, it's how you react to it. You know what I think's interesting. You know what I think is interesting, though, that as human beings, we do constantly try to prolong our life span. Oh, absolutely. And well, and we pick and choose what animals we want to do that with too. <laughs> I mean, people spend thousands. Of, I tell you, we, we've talked about yeah. French. I, t- I talk yeah. about my French bulldog. He's 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 a he said this, phenomenal. Dog. He said people take out second mortgages just to keep those sure. dogs alive. Sure, it's their children. I mean, it's literally their children. And <laughs> you, you cannot debate that. Sort of strange. You cannot debate that. You know, I think so. Sort of strange. Maybe I'm just maybe I just don't enjoy life as much as everybody. But you know, while I don't want to die young, like I don't want to live forever either. Yeah, like I don't have a particular. You know, I don't want to be Dorian Gray and just keep on existing. <laughs> You'd really fuck it. Yeah, I would. You know, I on would. Earth. Yeah, because I don't know. because I want to. I, I, <laughs> no, because I would want to see how we did it. I want to see how fucking vain our species got. I want to see how fucking <sighs> bad we got. And hey, guess what? If a comet comes, I'd be like fucking a. That's what we deserve. <laughs> That's what we deserve. <laughs> I take that. I don't back. know about that. I, I don't think I want to live this, that long. At this point in time, I think we just <laughs> zap comets out of the fucking sky now. And what I'm gonna say, we're prolonging our lives, man. We're actually starting to ward off mass extinctions. <laughs> we'll send and Bruce Willis and the gang up to take care of them. <laughs> oh man, what was it? I, saw, I read somewhere that. Uh, I mean, people debate people debate morality and what we deserve as a species, and it's the most frustrating argument to me. Because I'm like, you don't understand. We don't deserve anything. We we are the single species that live the best on this planet, hands down. We create our realities. What other creature can do that? What other creature can create their own reality? By force. But here's the question. What is the concept that drives that? Is that the soul? What pushes you to create the reality? What pushes you to forge onward? Or to tuck, you know, put the tail between your legs and run away? What is it? What drives all that? Why are we sentient? Why can we why can we think and logic on such deeper levels than the average creature on this planet? That is 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 why I debate I would debate that everyone has a soul whether they're listening to it or they've unlocked it is the question. Cuz once it wakes up, it's it, there's no going back, right? People talk about religious experiences. They talk about that stuff. And they talk about I mean they are Chris they are changed. They have felt they haven't seen well, maybe some of them have seen some stuff, but they felt it. They felt the change. They felt the power. They felt what it gave them. And they're like, man, that's beyond me. That shit's bigger than me. <laughs> the worst part about it, to me, though, I think I think the issue, I think the greater issue is with most of the mainstream, especially like mainstream Christianity, it's almost like they, they take you to the front door and bring you in the lobby, but they never take you into the actual church. I wonder if there is like a complete, a 100 complete version of the, of, I wouldn't even call it the Bible, but all of the Christian Judeo scripture, like all put into one. Like somebody's like chronologically tried to take in all, even all the books outside of the can the Apocrypha, which is the, I'm sure there is, which is the book probably is right. The books that are not acknowledged by the church, mm-hmm. the Apocrypha, but it's, it's these fascinating texts that speak of, you know, really different events and all these other cool things happening, you know, within our human history. But it would be fascinating to see, like, somebody put it together and chronologically make, like, a book 
that is from from beginning to end fills in all the blanks. I wonder how the story would go. I wonder how different it would be. Because I, I consume it in fragments. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I've consumed it where, you know, I only know one sto- version of the story, you know, from what I've from what I've ever known, you know, from what I've been shown and what I've been taught. You know, because a lot of this stuff isn't really, and you have to actively research. You have to actively look for it. Seek and you shall find, right? That's what they say. The curiosity will lead you there. Well, Chris, as always, it's been good. Absolutely. And if you enjoy what you heard tonight, we are streaming on all major platforms. And you can check us out on any of our social media accounts. We're on Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. And as always, everybody stay true, stay real, stay righteous.